0: Moment in Time Britain and Europe, Part 4 French Kings of England. The Norman conquest of England in 1066 gave the country a new French speaking ruling class. For the next 400 years or more, English affairs were tied to those of France because England's kings were also lords of French lands. William the Conqueror was Duke of Normandy before he became King of England, and his grandson Henry II was also Count of Anjou. He in turn acquired vast lands in southwest France through his marriage to Eleanor, Duchess of Aquitaine. This meant that Henry had more land in France than in England, and the need to defend all these territories often made England a secondary concern to its kings. Henry's son, the famous Richard the Lionheart, is a case in point. His deeds on crusade made him something of an English national hero in later centuries. Yet this supposed English patriot spent only six months of his ten-year reign in England and may not even have been able to speak English. Given all this, it is tempting to see the Middle Ages as an era when the English suffered under foreign oppression, but this is at best an exaggeration. At first, there was something like apartheid between the English and their new French rulers. The city of Nottingham, for example, had separate English and French halves. No wonder Robin Hood led the Saxon peasants of Nottingham against their Norman oppressor, right? Well, no. There was no mention of Robin Hood until 200 years after the Norman Conquest, and the idea that he was a Saxon hero fighting the Normans was an invention of the 19th-century novelist Sir Walter Scott. In fact, the difference between Saxon and Norman blurred rapidly. The new Norman lords married the daughters of the old Saxon rulers, and a mixed Anglo-Norman culture developed, That's why so many French words entered the English language, language being one of them, from the French long, meaning tongue. Norman children learned English from their Saxon nurses, and it's been estimated that the ruling class was speaking English as its first language by about the year 1200. By 1272, England once again had a king with an English name, Edward I, named after a famous Anglo-Saxon king and saint. French continued to be the language of government, but it is clear that by the 14th century it had to be learned, not always very well, as a second language. Geoffrey Chaucer, writing in English, described the prioress in his Canterbury Tales as speaking not the French of France, but the French of stratford at bow a village that is today part of London. Anyone looking to medieval history to find a pure English or British past will be disappointed. The English are Saxon, Celtic, Danish, and French. Recent studies on immigration in medieval England have even found people described as Indians in 15th century London. Today, we're also Chinese, Pakistani, Jamaican, and African, and lots else besides. And some English men are even named Boris. I'm Michael Evans, instructor in history at Delta College. This moment in time is a production of Delta College History Department and Delta College Public Radio.